0: The jury in Joseph Pushka's trial for the murder of Aisling Murphy which he denies has now heard all of the evidence. The defence called its final witness today a medical expert who raised concerns about the reliability of a confession made by Pushka when he was in hospital. The 33-year-old father of five from Slovakia denies murdering Miss Murphy along the banks of the Grand Canal in Tullamore last year. Our CFM Courts correspondent, Frank Rainey, joins us now from the Central Criminal Court. And Frank, to start, what can you tell us about the defence's final witness and what he had to say to the jury today.
1: Well, this was a Dr. Johan Grundling. He's a medical doctor whose expertise we heard is in the areas of emergency medicine and forensic medical sciences. He had access to everything that the prosecution's expert witness was given, um, medical records, the records, statements, uh, memos of interviews, things like that. And in his report, he raised question marks over Yosef Pushka's fitness to be interviewed uh, by Gartha on the evening of the 14th of January last year. This was two days after he is alleged to have murdered Ashley Murphy and he is said to have made a confession in hospital on that date. Uh, Mr. Pushka had surgery the night before, and uh, Dr. Grundling raised concerns about the effects that surgery would have had on him as well as the unfamiliar environment that he found himself in and the language barrier between Mr. Pushka and hospital staff, he said all of those things could have contributed uh, to Mr. Pushka becoming confused. And as a doctor, he said that he would have liked to have assessed him personally to see whether he was fit for interview. And he said that that didn't happen in this case.
0: This witness, like the expert witness called last week on behalf of the prosecution, took a close look at the amount of painkillers that Pushka was given in hospital and whether it would have had any effect on his behaviour when he spoke with the guardies. what did he say about that?
1: Yeah, and that was uh, specifically in relation to the opioid painkiller oxycodone. He went through the doses given to Mr. Pushka and noted that the last tablet of five milligrams that he was given was just two and a half hours before he said to have made the admission on that evening. He also listed the other drugs Mr. Pushka was given like uh, paracetamol and ibuprofen, uh, but during the relevant time between half past six and just before 10 to seven that evening, he said the only medication that would have been still in Mr. Pushka's system uh, was oxy. And he listed the potential side effects of the drug as anxiety, confusion, uh, depression, insomnia, abnormal thinking, uh, sedation, things like that and as I said earlier he was again working off uh, Mr Pushka's medical records which he said showed no record of him being confused, uh, disorientated or hallucinating. He then spoke of the potential effect that waking up in an unfamiliar environment can have on a patient and in his experience he said a combination of that, again the language barrier, uh, pain and confusion can lead to a patient becoming distressed. He said a difficulty to communicate with staff can be very distressing he said it can lead to a patient feeling isolated and vulnerable. And under chronic Cross examination, He accepted uh, that his entire report was based on Josef Pushka having 20 milligrams of uh, Oxy in his system. The uh, prosecuting barrister Anne-Marie Lawler, who was cross-examining him, uh, then put it to him that the most Mr Pushka could have had in his system when he made the admission that evening was just over eight milligrams and that his report was therefore based on the wrong dosage. And the doctor accepted that, that was the case.
0: Was he asked what he would have done if Pushka had been under his care?
1: Um, he was and he said that he would have needed to see the patient in person in order to actively exclude the possibility of social confusion. He said he would have preferred to see him himself in order to make his own determination rather than relying on his uh, colleagues um, especially if he was the one making the decision in relation to his fitness to be interviewed by police. He accepted just in relation to the um, oxycodone dosage, he accepted uh, that it wasn't excessive uh, but he said that uh, Mr Pushka wasn't assessed for side effects, which could have impaired his fitness for interview. He said that he would have expected doctors to have been consulted in relation to this, but they weren't. Uh, had he been, he said that he would have expected a formal assessment, uh, which would have looked at a number of areas, including his ability to take in information, to retain it, to weigh it up and to make a decision based on it and to communicate at uh, that decision in an effective way and and I should say um he was also asked if he'd ever worked in an Irish hospital and he said that he that he hadn't Dr Grundling is based in the UK and he was giving his evidence to the court today uh, through a live video link
0: That's the end of the evidence from the prosecution last week and now that's the end of the evidence from mm-hmm. witnesses for the defense So what happens now and when
1: Well, um, when Mr. Bowman, the uh, defence barrister, concluded his case on behalf of Mr. Pushka, um, the jury was actually sent home early for the day. And they were told that when they come back tomorrow morning, they will begin hearing closing speeches. The prosecution will go first. Uh, The defence will then be given an opportunity to deliver a closing speech. We'll then have the judge's final direction to the jurors before they go out to begin their deliberations. That, we expect, is likely to happen on Wednesday, if not Wednesday, certainly uh, early Thursday morning, and then the case is very much in their hands.
0: Thank you very much, Our course correspondent, Frank Greeney. If you want more, Frank has a daily podcast, All Rise, which is available from 6.30 this evening on the GoLard app or wherever it is you get your podcasts. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30.
1: Today F-